listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Matt N, Elizabeth, Charles, and our newest Patreon subscriber, Paul R. Woohoo! And thanks for joining us on the 163rd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week, we continue our 80s Were Weird Month celebration with Poltergeist 3 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. As a reminder, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Poltergeist 3 is currently available to stream on Vudu, Pluto, and Tubby TV. Tubby. T- t- tubby, with a tub and an We're E. Doubling down on Tubby. Yeah, not letting it go. <laughs> uh, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is now up on Prime Video, so check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Sorry again, also, for being late. It's my fault. I got the flu. She had the plague. I, I I don't usually get that sick. It was bad. It was She's real out bad. of commission. I was like bedridden. So I, but it was short lived. Luckily. luckily, I'm not bedridden anymore. And here we are. I might cough a couple times, but otherwise, I'm here and I'm good. Good to go. We're good <laughs> and to you go. You can't get sick through a microphone, so you guys you, are totally I, safe. <laughs> Probably. Well, we can test it out. If you guys yeah, get sick, we'll see how it goes. Let me know. But before we jump into today's films, <laughs> I'm so out of practice. Let me try that again. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Spiral with a May 15th release date. It's directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, who previously directed Saw 2, 3, 4, and Repo the Genetic Opera. It's written by Josh Stolberg and Pete Goldfinger, who both previously wrote Piranha 3D and Jigsaw. And the story is by Chris Rock, also produced by Chris Rock. This is like a Chris Rock thing. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. The IMDb summary is a sadistic mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice in Spiral, the terrifying new chapter from the book of Saw. Okay. The the Book of Saw. From the Book of Saw. I didn't know the Book of Saw was something. Is that like the Book of Mormon? Say, or is, is that it a different? Thing? That's <laughs> legitimately what I thought of. <laughs> both um, scary. Sorry. Both Shouldn't terrifying. Um, uh, Except for the musical, quite wonderful. I love the musical. It's coming here soon, and I like want to buy all the tickets for oh, it. Have you seen it before? Yeah. Yes. I have. I went with Tony when it came to San Diego a few years back, and his mom did like a last minute visit so like i got a last minute ticket for her and we i just assumed she knew about it but she didn't know anything about it so like halfway through you know we're at intermission and she's like so this is weird <laughs> and i was like yeah it's by the guys that did south park she's like oh that makes way more sense i wasn't sure if it was serious or not oh my god that's so it's so funny that she like willingly went into something called the book of mormon not knowing that it was like a comedy well i mean she should have kind of assumed she's knows us yeah (laughs) that's so funny but yeah it was pretty funny i thought that maybe she knew something about it but yeah uh so anyway uh sidetracked let's talk about spiral here because i didn't really know much about this i think there's probably been some buzz about it i know on the modern horrors um slack channel people have been chatting about it Mm -hmm. um but i just kind of found out about this recently um i i heard about it but i don't remember how i heard about it and it wasn't from the slack channel because i've definitely kind of been out of touch on the slack channel recently um but I heard that Chris Rock was rebooting Saw, and I was like, say what now? So I'm stoked that we have a trailer, at least. It's weird to reboot something that was, d- didn't just a new movie come out like a year and a half ago? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, Jigsaw did. like is really pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not against it. But- I'm just so curious about what from the book of Saw means. I don't know. Is it like a reimagining? I mean, he's... It, it, 
It looks like that's what, what was the original title. It was like Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah. I don't know. Is Did they make that up? I have no idea. And when I saw <laughs> Spiral, I originally was thinking, I don't know if you ever saw the Japanese film Uzumaki, um, mm-hmm. which is about spirals. It's a horror movie about spirals. Um I've seen that. I think that's like probably about 20 years old now, which is crazy to think about. Um, I liked that movie in college a a little bit. And uh, I thought that maybe this was like, you know, a remake of that. But it's really not (laughs) at all the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this. I'm really interested. I didn't know Chris Rock had any interest in horror. So I always like it when like, random celebrities turn out to be horror people that want to do horror Same. things like that's cool man let's do it i was you know i was surprised when jim from the office did it and now i'm surprised when chris rock's doing it i'm into it to be honest like i'll yeah. check it out for sure i'm definitely super curious yeah i mean this is a brutal side project to start with with horror i feel like yeah. it's uh and it's weird to start with a remake um or whatever it is i who knows i don't know if it's a remake i really it's don't an know extension it looks like it's from the book is it the same universe <laughs> is it like i think so i don't know i can't even say anything because i have no idea I mean, i'm just making it up i watch what you watched <laughs> i mean the beginning of the the beginning of the trailer i liked it had a yeah. very like seven feel to it it did. It did. Um, I was into that. It was like you know, chatty cops hanging out in a car solving murders, and then and then I don't and then I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I guess we'll have to watch it to we'll find have to out. Wait and see. I'm not super excited about it, but I'm not really super excited about any of the Saw things. I like Saw, but I'm really curious about Chris Rock being involved in this, so I might check I it out. I think that's what that's the part of this that like makes me excited yeah well and i mean i just have not seen him in a movie that wasn't like grown-ups you know yeah totally <laughs> for a long time and when he was acting in like the scene when they're in the car i'm like i forgot chris rock can like actually act yeah like he actually has good stage presence because he's always doing something stupid now if i see him so it's like nice to see him doing something different i'm into it way to go chris rock yeah, i'm, all, I'm no, all about I'm, it i'm in i'm into him joining our little horror f- club same z's same z's okay let's move on cool okay oh let's keep this, this rolling my, this let's, is how i do it yeah it's your turn <clears throat> tag you're it the first movie we are going to chat about today is poltergeist 3 from 1988 uh written and directed by gary sherman uh who also did lisa and raw meat you know those ones gross you've seen um (laughs) also written by brian taggart gross gross (laughs) imdb uh, summary the imdb summary is carol ann is staying with her aunt in a high-rise building where the supernatural forces haunting her make their return do you always say aunt no i say aunt i totally (laughs) do but i thought about it really hard and it freaked me out and so i like said it that way <laughs> i didn't mean to call you out i just like it seemed like you said aunt and then felt immediately awkward about it i did it's a hundred percent exactly what happened I could hear it in your voice <laughs> i don't know why i love that so much you know there's been occasions where i do that too because i am an, i'm also someone who says aunt yeah and when people just, say aunt, mm-hmm. I feel kind of weird about it. But Same. occasionally I will test drive the aunt. <laughs> it always feels weird. It, it never feels it's good. It's not right. It, there's something <laughs> weird about it. I agree. Ugh. In my husband's family in Hawaii, like they call everyone like auntie and uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's even a very if you're like not, Hawaiian thing. It's a do. very Hawaiian thing. It's all, yeah. So like he, Tony calls everyone auntie and uncle. And it like the word auntie and auntie just also makes me feel very uncomfortable and i, I try it. because there's family members that we legit just call them auntie <laughs> so i don't i that word also makes me feel incredibly I, i'm uncomfortable. not i it's just, i think it's whatever you grow up saying is what you feel comfortable saying obviously and stepping outside of that is weird but hey what do you say at home <laughs> hey let's always rejected the term auntie or auntie because yeah. i'm always like that's weird it's weird it's, What's up? It's aunt so and so. Yeah, it's just aunt. 
Yeah. Like a little insect. Yeah. Little but, guy. But in woman form. Yeah. <laughs> or female exactly. identifying form. Okay. Glad we had that conversation. Let's talk about Poltergeist 3 now. <laughs> Got a little sidetracked again. Sorry. Um, so this was your first viewing of Poltergeist 3. I recognize I built this up a little bit too much maybe for you. How did you was, feel about Poltergeist 3? I was like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> for most of it? Um, well, yeah, there's no plot. Did I mention there's no real plot here? Zero. Okay. There is some fantastic 80s hair. Oh, there's so much good 80s stuff, though. Though. And the um, mirror stuff is great. The real. mirror stuff is super great. And uh, they say Carol Ann a whole lot, as one of my friends pointed out. Yeah. To me, and um, 121 also, times, by the way. There is a YouTube <laughs> video of every single time that they say Carol Ann. I wish I recognized that before we watched this because we could totally do a drinking game of watching Poltergeist <laughs> Three. Anytime we anyone says Carol Ann, take a drink. Everyone's dead by the end. Yeah, of it. <laughs> it would be dead. They'd have to be the babiest of sips, <laughs> the smallest of sips. Yeah, in order for you to come out alive. Oh my god. <laughs> so carol ann in it it's not even that long of a movie <laughs> no it's not it blew my mind a little bit there was so much weird stuff happening and i was like i don't know how this is better than poltergeist 2 but i'm sure amy's gonna tell me about it and so i'm really curious um as to just bask in the your love of this movie can i be real for a second absolutely i have never <laughs> I have been picking fights with people on the internet <laughs> about how <laughs> Poltergeist 3 is so much better than Poltergeist 2, but um, I mostly do that for my own entertainment because I really don't know if Poltergeist 3 <laughs> is better than Poltergeist 2, <laughs> nor do I really care because it's been so fucking long since I've seen Poltergeist 2. I don't really even remember what happens. I just remember the creepy guy in the shoe store. That's all I remember. That's really all I remember of the whole thing. They're staying with their aunt, I think, and like, or their mom, staying with the mom. And I really, honestly, I have no horse in this race. I just like picking fights on the internet sometimes. That's amazing. Sorry if I picked a fight with you about it. She picked it. But I will say I do still love this movie. I don't I don't know if it's better than Poltergeist 2. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Apparently, this is the only movie. I just found this out. This is the only Poltergeist trilogy film that did not receive an Oscar nomination. So I'm guessing it's not better than Poltergeist 2. <laughs> but it's I'm still going to... It's just gonna... so out there. <laughs> It's so weird, and it's like the there's so many people that are just the worst in this movie. I um, there are, but there's also some like really fun moments, and there's some really good '80s moments. Like, oh, we, yeah, there's a, this is an apartment building in a mall. Like, yeah, nothing's more '80s than that. That's very true. <laughs> I love this. Is the only movie '80s movie we've done so far this year that has that features a mall at all, which is great. Because I was missing out on some mall scenes. Malls are important in 80s horror. It's so important. Um, and I can't believe this is the first one we've done so far. And I, no, da like there were no dancing in last week's films either. Mm -mm. Um, what are we doing? I don't think there's dancing in this one. Maybe like a little bit of like dancing. Maybe but some not swaying like at the party yeah, or something. Yeah. But I don't remember anything. It's not like legit major. dancing though. It's not like no. 80s dancing. No. No. Um... But this is like, yeah, there's some good 80s hair. We got Laura Flynn Boyle, like, killing it. This was her first feature-length film, and I love her. Um, I don't know. And we also have, um, God, I can't remember her name now, but she's the mean girl from Carrie <laughs> in a different movie oh. now. Did you recognize the aunt? No. The aunt Trish is in, was in Carrie. She's the, she's the mean girl from Carrie. I did not notice that at all. Yeah. That's fun. It is fun, right? Yeah. So unfortunately, um, this movie um, came out right around the time that um, Heather O'Rourke died. Passed away, yeah. Um, 
So I think even during some of the reshoots, she had already passed. So it was, um, yeah, super unfortunate. You, yeah. And you definitely notice it at the end of the movie. Yeah. You don't see Carol Ann's face. It just looks like, kind of looks like a doll. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, it is. something, someone in a wig. Sure. 100%. But how did you, I mean, how did you feel watching this movie? Did you enjoy your time with it? Oh, yeah. It was okay. super fun. All right. It was hilarious. Both of these movies were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't. There were a lot of times I had no idea what was really going on. I was like, what are we in the parking garage now? And they're making out. And then this other person comes up like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard stuff, to follow sometimes, mostly because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I think that's why. And yeah. at one point I was like, I'm just going with it. You know, <laughs> like, what else can you do? So Caroline's staying with her aunt and uncle um, who live in this amazing building in, is it Chicago? I don't know exactly where they are. I think it's Chicago or something like that. And she's going to this school for troubled gifted children. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Which is, is that a thing? I didn't know it was a thing. Surprise. That you're troubled and gifted and you get your own special school. And it's run by a psychologist who is horrible the worst how does he have a job in that industry how are they having like people viewing a psychiatric session that seems like unethical a little bit a hundred percent unethical what is happening there's like people this watching doesn't look like the best place <laughs> people to be are honest. watching behind like a mirror a double screen mirror and like who are these people? Are they like people who are like donating money? Are they like researchers who are curious about what they're doing? There? Like, who are these people that are watching this? I got nothing. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why that why that's necessary at all. I was wondering, too, I was like, are these, like, investors? Are they, like, people who have kids that might go here? <laughs> Just watch There's it. really no explanation at all. I and it's so unnecessary because they could have, yeah. like, of course, they have to have, like, creepy things happen. But do they have, but why do they have to have creepy things happen in that way? Like, they could easily just make something else up. Yeah, I think the only reason for that scene was so, like, they could say that Carol Ann was looking at them through the one-way mirror. Sure. And I mean, Which, that that part was, okay, like, watching a classroom is one thing. Watching someone's private psychiatric session is yeah. not the same thing at all. And totally. so when they were watching that, I was flabbergasted is the best uneasy. word. Is yes. the best word I can come up with. <laughs> Very uneasy with it. <laughs> so uneasy about it. Um, I will see the, the old man is very creepy. Kane? Is that his name? Yeah. So Kane yep. is in the second movie. I, I don't remember. Him. Okay. So he's like. The, but it's been, also been a while. Yeah. He's like the creepy the guy with the hat in the second movie. He's in this. He's back. He's back in this one. And he's creepy. AF. Yes. He's creepy in both movies for real. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that look about it. That's why Tangina is like all about it and like knows something's going down. She already like knows this dude and gotcha. knows he's back. What a fabulous name, by the way. Tangina. Tangina. I know. It's like tangerine. Yeah. But not. But not. It's like tang. It's like orangina, but tangerine. Tan kind. <laughs> oh, we should come up with our own orange drink and call it tangina. Tangina. <gasps> I'm in. And just have her face on it. Yes, because everybody would and want And give that. all the proceeds that the drink makes to her family. I love it. I'm okay with doing that. I love her so much. Same. Okay. <laughs> I like when she calls him from the airplane. Calls the psych the psychiatrist from the airplane. Yeah, how did she get his number? I don't know. What's happening? I don't know. She is the best. She is. I just love her so much. She's all business. She is, and she does not take his shit, which I love. No. She doesn't take anyone's shit. She just throws it back at him. God love her. <laughs> <laughs> I just just summon my grandma right then because that's totally something she says <laughs> all the time her, you god know? love him just god love her god love him uh so for some reason the psychologist is in or psychiatrist or whatever he is this doctor is in denial about carol Ann, even though like right before his very eyes he's seeing all these things happen 
Other people are seeing them happen as well, and he's calling it mass hysteria, but nobody seems hysterical. No. Everyone's like, no, this is just what happened. And he's we like, just both, we just all witnessed this thing happening when we were all perfectly yeah. calm. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I honestly, I love this movie for the monsters. I love it for the mirror scenes. I'm a big fan of mirrors and horror movies doing creepy things. Um, a lot of the creepy mirror stuff was done by practical effects and they had, um, actual actors on both sides, uh, acting it out to make it look, you know, like one side of the mirror is doing one thing and one side of the mirror is doing another. They didn't use CGI for those scenes and it shows, um, Demon Carolan is terrifying. Demon Carolan is legit terrifying. I'm not a hundred percent sure why Carolan is still wearing footy pajamas. Um, maybe she just runs cold. I mean, it's cold in there. We know that. I mean, basically, the whole movie. One of the only things I actually know is happening is that it's cold there. Yeah, she legit steps in a puddle in that parking garage. In her footy pajamas, and that was the Ugh. most disturbing thing that happened in the entire movie. Oh, it just makes me Could you imagine? thinking about it. No. Oh. Because it's not even like having a wet sock where you could just take it off. You would legit have to get naked You're in to it. find comfort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's like worse than, worse than a, a romper, you know? Yes. Way worse. Way worse. Way, way worse. Because nobody wants a wet foot. Wet, just everyone at home, close your eyes. No. Do it. Do it. can't. (laughs) Close your eyes. Unless you're driving, then don't close your eyes. (laughs) And picture yourself in footy pajamas. You're warm. You're cozy. How wonderful footy pajamas. Yay. And then you step in a fucking puddle and your foot is wet and cold and you're suddenly the least comfortable person in the world because of that, because it's an awful feeling. And the only way you can find comfort is they to unzip it. the onesie from top to bottom. I mean, there is no other, there's nothing between you and the sunshine at this point. And now you just have this cold, wet foot and you're naked. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I've been really sick for a really long time. It's made me a little bit crazy. <laughs> Did I forget to do a warning about that? Oh, I, I was in it. bed for like four days straight. I'm a little crazy. And she's loopy. I'm a little loopy. Um, so anyway, uh, what other 80s things do we have in this? Ooh, we have sushi at a fancy party and it's wacky because sushi's not a thing yet. And we have people wearing. I, what if were they wearing? Were they wearing, like, the people handing out the sushi? Oh, um... I mean, it it just felt a little was, uncomfortable. And it was unnecessary. You do not need to be wearing Japanese garb when you're handing out sushi. Especially when you're white and it's an art opening. Without... I don't know. I don't really get it. <laughs> it I mean, I don't get a lot of this movie. No. <laughs> that was just one of the small pieces of the puzzle. That is Poltergeist 3. So the actual, like, monsters in this movie are kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. I'm just jumping around, honestly, at this yeah. point. It's been, like, a week since I've seen this. So no. I know. It's been a while. Because <laughs> I got sick. Um, I don't know. It, it It's great. It's great. It's fun. It it doesn't really make sense, though. And, and that that's okay. I think that's all I have to say about that. I concur. I'm seeing if there's any, any other important notes I have to touch upon. I like the boyfriend. I like Laura Flynn Boyle. I like when they, when he tears her face off after they make out and then they walk around as mirror people. Oh my God, that's so great. (laughs) This makes no sense. It doesn't matter. It's It's super cool. Laura Flynn Boyle is such a badass. (laughs) She is such a badass. I love her. Do you like have a moment where like when you see her and you just think of Wayne's World and you're like, it's a gun rack. Yeah. That's I don't even own a gun, let alone many, many guns that would necessitate that would... an entire rack. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best gift ever. I'm just gonna start getting everyone gun racks for their birthdays. Oh, that movie's great. Okay. Anything else we need to talk about? 
No, that's it. I'm okay, good. let's move on. Let's move on. We're, we are in a rush here. We don't have time for this. Carly is somewhere very important to me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is your dog, is that, that's not Leia. That's Leia. She's growling at the people outside. Oh, what are they doing that's bad? Probably just walking by the house. Oh. How, she does not like that. Well, how dare they? Do not walk by my house, please. You're upsetting my <laughs> adorable animal. Leia. Let's move on to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, taking it back to 1986. This time it's directed by Toby Hooper, who we know has directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Fun House, The Toolbox Murders, uh, old 80s favorite of Final Girl's Life Force, as well as Poltergeist. Justin. (laughs) Just taking a beat for Justin. Because I know how much he thinks that Toby Hooper directed Poltergeist. I love it. Written by L.M. Kit Carson and Toby Hooper. The IMDb summary is radio radio host. Just radio host. A radio host is victimized by the cannibal family as a former Texas marshal hunts them. That's a terrible IMDb summary. Yes. I don't know if I just copied that over wrong or if it really just starts with radio host. I'm I'm on it because I am also it's, it, curious. It's okay. <laughs> it's probably me. Let's be I'd real. I'd like to know. <laughs> this movie is a wild ride. This movie is crazy. Crazy. I, with a capital C. I watched this movie and I was like, not really in the mood to watch it. What? You're, be- you're, you're not always in the mood to watch TCM2? I was like... I don't know. I was like, oh, like I got home. It was a really long day at work, but like I knew I needed to watch this, but I also kind of wanted to watch something else. Um, But I was like, no, I have to, like, I'm going to put it on. And I just, I got into it. I really got into it. Yeah. It just (laughs) is amazing. Well, it has a little everything. So it doesn't matter what mood you're in. It'll quench your thirst. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. (laughs) I really... Really couldn't. Um, there was just so much going on. Yeah. It in is, the best way. It's a lot. <laughs> this movie is extra. Let's be real. Uh, a little obsessed with it, to ha- be honest. When was the last time you watched this movie? Literally the VHS. I watched this movie on VHS probably <laughs> when I was like in middle or high school okay. and that's the last time i've seen this movie wow okay Leia. so you really didn't maybe even remember how wacky it is i knew that it was wacky i remembered it being like more comedy sure than horror right but that's really where it, it ended for me i didn't remember them being in this weird like bunker mining situation yeah, the colors were super like we were it was christmas time everywhere yeah um <laughs> christmas time everywhere <laughs> i was like i didn't remember the weird sexual chainsaw situation oh yeah that leatherface has with our leading lady stretch that yeah then he, he had a crush on her the whole time so in love with stretch um I didn't remember <laughs> fucking Dennis Hopper, a.k.a. Lefty. Uh-huh. Let's appreciate that name. Oh, my God. He's the best. Dennis his, Hopper. I love oh, him. He really this. is. Sorry. Um, Continue. His chainsaw holsters. Oh, my God. So great. Honestly, that was like one of the things I remembered the most about this was his chainsaw so- shopping spree and like his his like amazing myriad Ooh. myriad oh of chainsaws. Leia, what are you doing? Leia is having Did you hear her just howl. She's getting really excited because we're talking about chainsaws. She loves it. Um, Chop Top is fantastic. Holy wig! <laughs> that Sunny Bono wig. But it was supposed to be a wig, so it's okay right. that it looks weird. He's got a metal plate. I don't know whose idea it was to have him lighting a hanger on fire and then scratching his head with it and then eating the skin off of it. But whoever's idea that was is a fucking genius. <laughs> I bet you because it was it's him. The creepiest fucking thing ever. I really bet it was him. Could you I imagine think... seeing someone do that and not no. vomiting all over yourself? Would 100% throw up everywhere. 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 Absolutely everywhere. I love this movie. 
It's fantastic. It's so over the top and so playful, but it also is like legit terrifying and has some like really strong Toby Hooper moments that like, because you kind of forget, is this a Toby Hooper film? And then you have these moments where you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Because (laughs) like that, any, the, the seat, the drawn out hysterics are like his life force like this is toby hooper's not to uh, sorry not to say life force because that's like his movie but lifeblood of toby hooper's direct directing talent right he has these like drawn out scenes where you're just like nothing's really happening but someone is freaking out and like it's taking a really long time for it to resolve so like the scene with the hammer in the bucket that we have in the first film but also something similar in this film Mm-hmm. The scene where the DJ at the radio station is getting like beaten to death. It's so drawn out and it takes so long. And you, there's a point where you're like, okay, enough. I can't take it. And then it takes it even longer and then it stops. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a Toby Hooper thing to do. And it's, oh, it's, it's part of the reason why Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so terrifying is because he does it so wonderfully. In this film, it still works, but there's so much other goofy shit that's taking over that it's kind of hard to, like, let it sit the way it does in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which isn't necessarily sure. a bad thing. It's um, it's, something- it's just a different style of movie, and I think that's kind of what they were going on to begin with. Well, and um, where Texas Chainsaw Massacre is very 70s, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is very 80s. Yes, yes. You know, what's funny is there's a moment with uh, Chop Top that I thought was very Beetlejuicey, um, where he almost even looked like Beetlejuice and was like acting a little bit like Beetlejuice. And I was and I and I it, this movie is like two years before Beetlejuice came out. So I don't know if Tim Burton was watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and then had the idea for Beetlejuice. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there that possibly about that. Or Michael Keaton, maybe Michael Keaton watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and was like, you know what? This guy's got something. I'm going to play with this. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. I wouldn't be surprised. As a um, possibility. Dog will hunt. Dog will hunt, Carly. So wasn't this movie supposed to be like a satire on Motel Hell? Like originally, like the idea for it? I don't know. I'd never heard that, but it's certainly a possibility. Um, and so the title of it was supposed to be like beyond the Valley of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Oh, but the studio like hired someone else to like make some changes and like kind of rewrite the script and it became this movie. Okay. Which is completely hilarious because Motel Hell was totally a satire of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. So it's kind of like... (laughs) Everybody's just Everybody's crazy just, at this point. <laughs> everyone's borrowing from everyone else. Um, um, I think we really need to talk about this mine that they live in. Yes, we do. I have a lot of questions, a lot of burning questions about where they're living and how it functions. Because Same. they have electricity down there. Yes, Are they a lot of it. Bills? I don't know. Um, I was wondering to myself if this was a rest top of some sort sure because when they come upon it um there's definitely some like fake cowboy mannequins or minor mannequins outside of it right um so i guess if that was the case there would maybe be electricity somewhere okay i don't know well and we also have like forgive me horror fans because i just don't really understand this family dynamic um i always thought that um our main dude was the dad and that leatherface and the other guys are his sons and then there's grandpa who's the dad's father like i always thought that same okay in this movie it seemed like they were trying to tell me that they're all brothers and then there's grandpa yeah, I don't know. I don't. And maybe I misread it. 
maybe I misread it, but I'm no, really confused very... about this family dynamic. I don't know exactly how it works. It's kind of hard because even in the first movie, it's just like the main guy that you think is the dad is known as like the cook. Right. And then there's the hitchhiker and then there's Leatherface. Right. And then there's Grandpa. Right. Where in this movie, we don't have the hitchhiker, but we have Chop Top. Okay. Well, let's just, I'll just call him the cook then. When th- the cook is famous. Yes. Let's just start saying that. The cook is fucking famous. His chili is world famous. Maybe yeah. not world famous, but it's famous in the area. People yeah. know him. People buy this chili. He has People a sh- eat the people murder chili all the time. It's delicious. It's people. People love it. You yeah. don't know it's people, but people love it. Yeah. Monsters. I'm okay with that. What <laughs> I have confusion with is how is he selling this chili? Does he have a restaurant? Does he have a storefront? Or is he just doing mail orders or deliveries? That's a great question. How um, how does he have this business without having some sort of food? Place. And yeah, some place that's that's been um been approved by the health people? Are they coming to the mine to do their health inspections? Because I don't think it's going to pass. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think Maybe this is going to pass. He probably has some place like he has the gas station in the first one. But it seems like he's cooking there. At the mine? Yes. Well, he probably loads it in the truck. Okay. And drives it. Oh. And then, like, finishes cooking it. Like he, like he does the butchering at the mine and then he brings right. it to the shop? Right. Like he does again in the fr- in the first one. But... Now, I don't know, you know a lot about health codes, but I would think they still need to know where you're sourcing your meat. Not in the 80s. Okay. Okay. This wouldn't fly now. I mean. <laughs> but in the 80s, completely legitimate. <laughs> how is he paying his bills? Like, how is their health? Amy's is very <laughs> concerned about the monetary uh, health of this family. Well, it's I'm j- not necessarily the health of the family. I'm just trying to figure out, like, how... The logistics behind yeah, it. Yeah, the logistics. Exactly. <laughs> sure, very important. I will say it's pretty funny. When Dennis Hopper makes his big appearance at the mine, I know we're hopping all over and it's just going to happen. It's fine. When Dennis Hopper comes in, he, like, chomping down and, like, blowing up stuff. And it says... If you're watching this with subtitles, it says infrastructure collapsing. <laughs> and I get so I got so excited about that. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like it when subtitles say things like that. Cuz like that's amazing. I don't I didn't notice that. Yeah. Infrastructure collapsing. Cuz you can't tell. I mean, even if you're deaf, you could still tell that the, the infrastructure is collapsing. I don't know it's that you It's true. Need, <laughs> this is not a sound. No. Anyway. Uh the lefty stretch dynamic is strange. It's really weird. Um, I think in the original script, he was supposed. It was supposed to come out that like he was her father. Yes, which would make sense. Yeah, because their relationship is very strange. It is very strange. His, but they left that out. His whole thing in general is very strange. But I do like the subplot that he is the uncle of. Um, What's his face in the wheelchair? But, uh, Franklin. Franklin, yeah. I like that. And I like how we can tell it's Franklin and that that's the, he finds him and he avenges him. And mm-hmm. I mean, I like that whole I like that whole thing. I'm OK yeah. with it. I'm OK with the wackiness of it. Um, what I think is really interesting is um, like Toby Hooper um Defends this movie a lot and would say things like, you know, like people forget, like people say this movie is really zany and and over the top, but people forget that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also zany and over the top. But people are just so, uh, I think because of the terror element that people forget about it. And I agree. Um, I and I didn't really notice it until last summer when I watched it at Synespia um, because you don't really think about it that much. I don't know about you, but when I'm watching movies at home, if I'm not like super, if I'm not like watching it for a podcast, I'm kind of just like casually watching it, Mm -hmm. especially if it's a movie that I've seen before, Um, which is why I like visiting movies and seeing movies in theaters is because you're very focused on it. And there's a lot of parts where like, are that are just funny in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There are. That like you don't, 
when you think about it after the fact, you're just you just remember like the horror because of how it ends. But there's like a lot of ridiculous stuff that happens. I mean, the whole grandpa thing in both of these movies it's is so, bizarre. so fucking bizarre and yeah. weird. And why? Um, I mean, just thinking about that alone should like the grandpa thing in this movie is less crazy, I think, than the grandpa thing in the first movie. I would agree with you. He's less of like a fixture that's doing crazy shit, right? He gets up and like kicks someone or something. Yeah. Something happens. Yeah. Like he's more mobile in this one than he is in the first yeah. one. Yeah. In the first one, it's like he's dead, you think. And then he- Until he starts sucking the blood out of her finger. Yeah, Tom Savini is like super proud of his grandpa makeup. <laughs> I just want to like... Grandpa's creepy as fuck. Grandpa is creepy as fuck. He says he's like it's the it's his most proud accomplishment is grandpa makeup in like TCM that. too. So there you go. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I think that the acting's really enjoyable. I I find Chop Top to be a very interesting character. I he has such weird moments. This fir- that scene, that first scene where he appears in the radio station is one of the creepiest things ever. It's so well done. His acting in that is fantastic because um, it feels like something that could really happen. Um, he's dressed like 60s, like 70s, which is probably just the clothing of his victims. Let's be real, because where mm-hmm. else did he get these clothes? And I love how like everything's moved on to the 80s and he's just getting into like the 70s. You know, like he's yeah. very behind in the times. Um, I lost it when he would be like, Leatherface, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but then he also has those crazy moments, right? So like once we're like out of the DJ station or the, sorry, the radio station and we're in the mine, he's like, He's like a toddler that had too much sugar. Like he's just like yeah. running around and like making gun sounds and talking about he's Vietnam. Wild. And he's wild. He is wild is the best way to say it. Yeah. But in the radio station, he's so menacing and creepy and just I don't know. <coughs> Sorry. Told you coughing's gonna happen. Um I don't know. It's just so great. And also that scene where where Leatherface is dancing with Stretch with the mask with Stretch on. And the, with the face, oh the my face God. of her co-worker oh and my the God. cowboy hat. Oh, my God. And like she will, realized it's her. But when she realizes it's his face. Holy shit. I was laughing a little bit because Leatherface leaves her there and she doesn't take off the face. Until her friend dies, she like leaves the face and the hat on for that whole scene, which is very weird. Because personally, the first thing I would do <laughs> would be to get the fuck out of that thing. Does she have uh? Aren't her hands tied? Yeah, but her friend like unties it, and she literally just oh, watches yeah. her friend die, and that's when she takes the face off yeah. and just gently puts it-, puts it back on his face. Oh my god! Yeah, it's true. <laughs> And I was like, why isn't she like, I would wiggle, even if my hands were tied, would wiggle to get that thing Dude, off Dude, of that me. scene with the knife when he was trying to cut her loose was like heart-wrenching and scary. Yeah. And I was terrified that he was just going <laughs> to stab her and then himself. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a good one. It's a real good one. I'm sure Justin is enjoying this. Justin loves this movie. Everyone should see this movie. Everyone should see this, and everyone should see Justin's Halloween costume when he went as Chop Top, because it's so good. It's 10 out of 10 amazing. It's one of the best Halloween costumes I've ever seen. Absolutely. he's He does great. When he, like, commits to a, a costume, yeah. he, like, goes above and beyond. Dude, for real. I appreciate you so much, Justin. I do. I appreciate you too, Justin. This is just a Justin Love episode. <laughs> it really real. is. All right. I'm okay to move. Oh, wait. One more thing. I need to talk about Grandma. Oh, yeah. We have Grandma on this. What? Is she alive? She's alive. No idea. She's alive. She's moving. It, it, yes. She looks very dead. But she's moving and she's got a giant bosom. If you're dead, you don't have a giant bosom. It like That's true. goes away because it's fat. That's true. So yeah, she's alive. I guess. And there's just like a billion chainsaws in there and she's guarding them and she's in a throne of bones and okay. 
cool. I don't know why we needed grandma, but apparently grandma's there. Where was grandma in the first movie? She was not around. Well, no, she was, but she was dead, I think, in the first movie, wasn't she? I don't remember her in the first movie. Because, okay, so um, Marilyn, is that her name? Uh, Yes, I think so. Yes. Okay. She runs up the stairs away from Leatherface and goes into this attic and grandma is sitting in a chair and she runs up like she crawls up to her and she's like, help me, help me. And then realizes that she's like all bones and gets freaked out and like backs away and then runs out. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a while. I'm do a revisit for sure. You are. It's so good. We need to do it on the show, though. I agree. I will just say it's so good for an hour. Oh, my God. I will, too, because it is so good. <laughs> it's still one of those movies that fucking freaks me out. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I don't know. I have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> That's all we would say. That's why we haven't done it. It's true. It's It'd be the most so boring good. episode of all time. So good. It's like when we did, uh, what was that movie? Um, In the Mouth of Madness, which is like one of my favorite movies, oh, one of my yeah. favorite Carpenter movies. And I'm like obsessed with that movie. And I was like trying to do an episode on it. That's my least favorite episode that we've done to date. Every time I listen to it, I cringe because it's just me going, I just like it a lot. It's really good. It's hard to talk about movies that you really like. It's hard. Super because hard. you don't, you're like, I have no criticisms. I just, this is amazing. I just, I just <laughs> like it. Right. However, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, also amazing. Very easy to talk about. Still because it's easy just to, crazy. there's some fucking crazy shit in that movie. Yeah. Also doesn't really make sense. And we're okay with that. I okay. love the scene where she's like in the tunnels and she is running one way, but she hears Lefty in his chainsaw madness doing something, but she just assumes that it's Leatherface. And so she like backs up and goes the other way yeah. and then actually runs into Leatherface. Yeah. So Bad good. idea. Bad idea, lady. Whoops. Um. All right. I think I'm done with this one. Same. Okay. So uh, I have been watching a lot of TV because I've been sick, as you know. Yes. So you're going to be really excited because guess what I watched finally? What? The Outsider. <gasps> Yay! I mean, I'm not done with it, but I think I have one or two more episodes. I'm not, I, I don't think I've watched the, mo- the most recent episode. Is it, they're still coming out, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, and I really love it. I'm it's super so into it. I loved so it good. from like the first 10 minutes. I loved it. And uh, Jason kinda, Bateman is just a treasure. Dude, he's fantastic in this. Yeah. Yes. And didn't he like direct it or produce it or? The first two episodes, I yeah. think he did. He's great. He's, his yeah. acting in this is fantastic. Oh, All so the acting good. in it is fantastic. Um, really love, really love it. I've also been watching Lock and Key. I need to start that. Which, yes, you do. It's great. It's not super horror, but it has horror moments, which are lovely. It's more fantasy. Um, I like that. Fantasy is yeah. my alley also. Yes, you would know. love it yeah. very much. And like, I got Tony to watch it because I was like, it's not jumpy. It's pretend jumpy sometimes, but it's not even jumpy because he hates jumpy parts. But um, I've been watching both of those things and they're fantastic and I love them both. And I'm going to probably be done watching them soon and I'm going to be sad. (laughs) So there's that. What have you been watching? Doing? I've been, oh man, I've been a busy bee. Um, So I watched the podcast movies, obviously. Sure. I'm still watching Outsider. Um, on Thursday, so, um, my friend Josh Miller, who I did the Comic-Con panel with, Mm -hmm. um, a couple months ago, wrote, or was one of the writers on the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Cool. And so that just came out this past week. And so on Thursday, um, a bunch of his friends, like, bought all the tickets to one of the theaters in the Alamo Draft House, and we all went to go see it. Fun. And it was a lot of fun, and it's funny, and it's just a good time, and I want everybody to go see it. So it does well, so we get a sequel. Um, then Friday, I saw The Wedding Singer, which oh, I, I haven't seen in a while. Oh. And it's so good i love I love love that movie admittedly have a crush on adam sandler in that movie oh my god the biggest even with his mullet oh, even with his mullet he's just the robbie is the cutest give me some robbie hart any day of the oh, week he's the best and drew barrymore um, is just the oh, cutest little button. she is a doll 
Oh, love that a movie. doll. I love it. Oh my god, so it was good. such a happy experience. Yeah. Um, and then last week, my friend Jason, who um did our awesome logo, had a backyard viewing of the Love Witch. <coughs> oh, and so that was fun. I haven't seen that movie since we did it for the podcast. Yeah. But it was really cold. Yeah. Um, I bet. Oh my god, it was freezing. And then today I'm going to go see a, a preview screening of Invisible Man. Oh, you've been so, looking forward to that one. Yeah, I'm very excited Cool to see that. Nice. So you have been busy. I know. I'm tired. I need busy, busy. <laughs> busy lady. I know. Very um, cool. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Oh, all right. All right. Well, we can close out. We knew this was going to be a short one. We didn't have a yeah. lot of time to record. Um, so what are we doing next week, Carly? Next week, we are continuing 80s We're Weird Month with From Beyond, which is streaming on Pluto, and Reanimator, which is up on Shudder. So check those out um, and then join us next week or this next week. I don't know when it's going up. 80s Scientists. Love me some scientists in the 80s. We love 80s Scientists. It's so much different than non 80 scientists. It's true. We should also do weird science. Oh, man. <laughs> That's like the ultimate in 80s movies, right? That really is. <laughs> I haven't in- seen that in so long. No, me either. You know what other movies weird that I saw was streaming? Hmm. Also not horror, but uh, Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With Jeff Goldblum. I don't think I've seen that movie since I was <gasps> oh, like. Oh, my God. 14 i probably would watch it now and be like i didn't get any of these jokes because i remember 100%. watching it when i was way too young and knowing i was too young to watch it yeah <laughs> the title alone is is screaming maybe 11 year olds shouldn't watch it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i concur but that thing was always on television wasn't it i remember always being on tv growing up why did i just say yeah. television on how, the television. How old am I? Am I Sarah Goldfarb? I'm going to be on television. <laughs> on television. Oh, my God. Oh, poor Sarah. Oh, my name is Sarah Goldfarb, and I'm going to be on television. Oh, that movie is so sad. Yeah, I just why got are, depressed. Why am I doing this? I don't know. Sorry. Anyway, these <laughs> movies are not depressing. Uh, they're about scientists. So watch Hooray. them. Okay. And until <laughs> next week. Sorry, it's a short one. I'm Amy. Yeah. And I'm Carly. Carly.